What's up, guys? This is Ben, and here's a bonus episode of the Fizz Ed Q&A show podcast for your summer vacation. I just thought that you might want something extra to listen to since me and Marcus are taking a quick break for our summer. Um, this is a Q&A session that I did for a physical education instructor who um, is teaching college um, physical education classes and um he had a few questions that he wanted to have me answer to show his students just as kind of a real world example of um, what a kind of things that a teacher might deal with. So just real quick and short and sweet. And I hope you find something helpful and useful. And we'll be back with the normal format, of the Fizz Ed Q&A show next season. Hope you guys have a good one. Thanks for listening. Have fun and teach on. What's up, guys? This is Ben, and uh, this is a video that I am making for um, Javier, who is a uh, Spanish-speaking physical education professor for a resource that he's putting together for some of his students that are uh, Spanish-speaking um, future professionals. So hopefully this is helpful. Uh, we're just going to go through some questions that he sent me. My name is Ben Landers. I am a elementary school physical education teacher. This is my 12th year of teaching. Um, the first three years of my teaching career, I traveled between two schools, the school I'm at now and another school. I got to see two different programs, two different administrations, and um, learn a lot of things during those first three years. And then my fourth year, I got a full-time job at the school that I'm at now. I have been full-time at this school for the last, let's see, three minus 12 nine years um, so uh, slowly have been building the program here and getting all the things that I think will make this program more effective for students and uh, more fun for me as a teacher as well how old are my students I teach anywhere from 4k so we have uh, two classes of 4k students up to fifth grade and um, the school size is about 650 600 to 650 students the um, attendance or the population fluctuates just depending on the year. How many hours per week do you teach PE to a regular group? Um, normal days are, I have five blocks of time per day where I'm teaching uh, classes. So normally I have uh, six classes a day and um, two of those classes are short uh, kindergarten classes. So my normal class is a 50 minute class once a week and that's for first through fifth. And then my kindergarten students, we um, trade with the other related areas and we do 25 minutes twice a week. So everybody in the school gets uh, 50 minutes of physical education each week. Um, yes, it's not very much. Uh, unfortunately, that's just the standard uh, where I live for most schools. Um, for us to get more, they would have to hire more teachers and possibly a lot of schools get more equipment and space is a big concern. Um, they might have over, oversized classes. so. There are a few schools, usually if the school is a little bit smaller, they might be able to get uh, more physical education. Like if we only had 300 students, then obviously there would be more time in the schedule to be able to fit the classes in. They could get it twice a week instead of once a week. Um, but yeah, so that's the standard uh, pretty much at most schools where I'm at is once a week, 50 minutes of physical education. When did you start making videos and uploading them and why? I started making videos uh, probably my second or third year teaching just because I wanted to be able to share uh, the things that I was doing in PE. I thought it would be helpful for others. I like helping other people. Um, I like the, uh, the aspect of taking a little bit of time to make this video, for example, and then 
if I put this on YouTube, there's an opportunity for you know thousands and thousands of people to see it. And so I like having one-on-one -on -one conversations with people, but I also like how it, the ability of a video to scale and help tons and tons of people. So when I started to see the amount of views that some of the videos were getting, and I started to see some comments that people were uh, being helped by the videos, that motivated me to keep on making more videos to try to um, create more helpful resources. And that's what led me to start the blog and create the resource and curriculum website to help more PE teachers and, and basically just to try to create the resource that I wish I had had as a first year teacher. Um, so that's kind of the genesis of the whole thing. I've always enjoyed making videos and communicating with a camera. Uh, since I was a kid, me and my friends uh, would always make funny videos and do skits. And anytime we had a project at school, like for English paper, I would always talk to the teacher and try to negotiate instead of writing like a five page paper, I would create a five minute video um, as the project. So I've always enjoyed doing that and I just really like um, photography and videography. Do you think PE is a good subject to teach another subject? Um, you know, I think that movement and physical education is a great avenue to teach multiple subjects. Um, I don't do a lot of integration of like math or English into my subject because I have such a limited time. So the kids get math and English every day. They get physical education once a week. So I feel my priority um, as a PE teacher is to focus on those uh, physical and movement skills. Um, but I do think that it's a great way to help kids remember and help kids to learn. A lot of kids are um, gonna be able to remember math or remember English much better if the classroom teachers integrate movement into that. Or if I had more time with my kids, I could integrate more of those uh, subjects into my curriculum as well. Um, it's just hard to fit those things in when you're also uh, really struggling to even hit just the basics of your own curriculum and your own standards. Tell us how a regular PE set uh, lesson for you goes in terms of planning, warm up, the main part, and the cool down. Um, so there's a lot of information about this on my website. You can check out uh, a link, thepespecialist.com slash hacks, H-A-C-K-S, for kind of an overview of my whole like management system. But basically the kids come in, I tell them uh, you know, a quick hello, give them a quick overview, and then we get started with the instant activity. An instant activity uh, will change daily. I have a TV in my gym, so sometimes we'll do a follow the leader style activity, follow the leader video. Many times we'll do a, a quick walk and jog around the room. So they'll walk the short lines, jog the long lines. Sometimes I will put out hurdles or we'll practice different locomotors like skipping, sliding, jogging. Um, and other times we might do like a quick game of tag um, or something that the kids already know how to do that I can just do very quickly. Normally my warm up or my instant activity only takes two to three minutes. Um, if we're doing a skill focus activity like throwing or maybe basketball passing, my warm up might be get with the partner, throw back and forth with your partner three times and then jog a lap. So I'm trying to integrate that skill into the warm up so the kids get a little bit of extra time practicing that. Um, the main part of the lesson after the warm up, we go to what I call home base spots. Um, and I will uh, link up a video for that as well if you would like to check out how that works. Basically, I have a little grid system on my walls where the kids have a, a sign spot where they sit down and they uh, I'm able to take roll quickly. What's up? Sorry, that was a 
question, another teacher had a question for me. Um, but I am back with you. Uh, let's see, the main part of the lesson after the uh, home-based spots, we do a quick assessment, quick roll, um, and then we do uh, the main focus, which is normally like a, a skill or a game focused on a skill. Um, it really just depends on what the grade level outcome we are trying to reach that day is, but there are a lot of sample lessons if you want to kind of see how I structure that. Um, you can head over to our or my uh, website and go to the resources page. There's a ton of different examples. Um, and then cool down, normally you don't have a big cool down. Uh, we finish up the game, I do a quick closure. The closure is usually a review of what we've learned, a quick uh, look to the next week, a preview of what we're gonna be learning next week to motivate kids, maybe get a little extra practice at home. And then a quick overview of our daily self-assessment. We do a self-assessment every day um, on how the kids perform that day. You can get more info on that um, on my website as well. Or if you just Google daily self-assessment in PE, you should be able to find that post. Uh, next question is, how do you choose your units? Um, I choose my units when I'm uh, planning out my year based on what I think the most relevant subjects that my kids will use outside of school will be. Um, the most relevant thing, I personally believe that we should be teaching students in every single subject that we teach is life skills, character. Um, you know, I want my kids to be a good sport. I want them to learn how to win and how to lose. I want them to know how to use teamwork and work together with other people. I want them to learn how to resolve conflicts. Um, and so those, those things are built into everything that we do, how to cooperate with others and work as a team. Um, but aside from that, when I'm choosing subjects, I'm thinking about what my kids can do every day. So for us at our playground, we have a soccer field with soccer goals. We have a four square court. We have a basketball court. And so every year I'm going to hit those subjects because I know that kids have an opportunity to play every day out at recess on the playground. And I want them to be confident and have the skills that they need to be able to play those sports or activities every day if they want to. Um, I'm going to do low cost entry point things like jump rope uh, because the jump rope is so cheap that if a kid wants to get into it, it's very simple for them to do that and it's an easy thing to carry with you. You can do it anywhere. It's an individual uh, activity and it's a great way to stay healthy and fit. Um, and then I just try to think of fun activities, what, what the kids are into, um, you know, so whatever kind of cultural things like Star Wars or Fortnite or whatever the kids are into, I try to incorporate those things into the other things that we're doing as well. Just try to motivate students and keep it relevant uh, so that they are interested in what we're doing. Uh, next question is, how do you make groups? Uh, I make groups usually um, by using an app called Team Shake. Team Shake, it's a great app where you can put all your rosters in and push a button on how many groups you want, splits all the groups out for you. You can do, um, if you have specific students that you don't want in the same group, you can uh, put a little marker on them where it will separate them. If you have students that you always want in the same group, you can put a marker on them, it always puts them in the same group. Um, if you have uh, strengths and weaknesses, like if you wanted to split up teams evenly based on skill, you can uh, set uh, skill levels for each kid and the app will automatically split them up evenly. Um, sometimes if it's not, uh, like for, for my kindergarten classes, um, we're not going to be doing very many competitive uh, activities with them. It's more just exploratory, introducing them to the skills for the first time. 
And so for them, I would normally just split them up myself. Um, I might say, these six kids go over here, these six kids go over here, we're gonna work on a station today. Or if I'm gonna split up into two groups, I'll say boys over here, girls over here. Um, and then sometimes, depending on the activity, I might just let kids split themselves up. So I might say, all right, there are four cones. I wanna see four lines behind the cone and I wanna have five people in each line. If you have an even number of 20, or maybe if you had 24 or 23, you would say, I want five or six behind each line. But when there's six kids in a line, you need to go find a different group. Um, so it takes kids a while to kind of get the hang of that when they're a little bit younger, like first or second graders. Um, and I'll, I will allow kids to make their own groups unless it becomes a problem, in which case I would use Team Shake. So like if I see the same person who seems to be struggling finding a group or maybe feels like they're getting left out, um, then I will just use Team Shake to um, make the groups myself very quickly. So that's what I do with uh, groups. There are lots of ways to, to make groups. You can always use a deck of cards and just, you know, if your hearts come over here, if your clubs come over here, you can use a bunch of wristbands. Sometimes I'll get, if I had 20 kids, um, I would get uh, five colors of wristbands, like green, red, blue, and yellow, and the kids would come in, they'll stick their hand in a bucket, grab one wristband, all the reds go over here, all the blues, all the yellows, all the greens. So there's a lot of different ways. Um, usually I just try to do the quickest and most efficient thing because I'm trying to save time. Uh, let's see, how do you deal with misbehavior? Um, so we have uh, very clear expectations of our rules and consequences. Um, I will link those up down below and uh, if you want more information on that. But I laid out at the very beginning of the year very clearly, this is what happens if you can't follow the PE rules and we just stick to those consequences. Um, I have a three strike system. So strike one is a warning. Strike two is a refocus, which basically means timeout. So the kid goes over and sits on the wall for a couple of minutes. I'll come and talk to them. And when I talk to them, uh, it's always the exact same conversation. I say, hey, do you know why you had to come and sit out over here? And then if the kid says no, we'll talk about it till they understand what they did wrong or what expectation they did not follow. And then when they understand what they did, I'll say, do you know why you had, or why you cannot do that, that you did? Um, and what you're trying to get at there is, it's not because you'll get in trouble. So a lot of times for the kindergarten or first graders, I'll say, hey, why can you not talk when I'm talking? And they'll say, because I'll get in trouble. And I'm like, no, that's not the reason why. That's what happens when you do it. But the reason why is because I'm trying to teach you something and I wanna help you be successful. And when you talk, you're not gonna be able to learn the things I'm trying to teach you and you're not gonna be able to be successful. Um, and so you always wanna get back to the why and you wanna help the kids understand the reasons behind the rules that you have. Um, then strike three, it's a note home. I have a little clipboard on the wall. Um, again, I'll put some links below if you wanna check all this stuff out. But basically at strike three, the kids will go over, fill out the clipboard and they have to get it signed by their parents. So it's a note home to their parents. Um, usually we don't get to strike three uh, in my class. After strike two, kids are, are most of the time able to uh, turn it back around. And let's see. And that is all of the questions. So uh, Javier, thanks for having me, all of the students. I hope that was helpful for you and um, good luck on your future career endeavors of teaching the awesome subject of physical education. Hope you guys have a great day. As always, have fun and teach on. I'll catch you later.
Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Fizz Ed Q&A Show podcast. I hope it was so helpful and you got some serious value bombs out of it. Just wanted to let you know that this episode is sponsored by the PE Specialist Membership Community. It's an awesome crew of passionate PE teachers where we get together, brainstorm ideas, come to with common problems and provide feedback to each other. And we've got a ton of awesome resources like e-courses, online trainings, tutorials, a ton of unit and lesson plan samples, printable station signs, and cues posters, and I could keep on going, but I know you've got things to do. So I just wanted to let you know, if you want to check out the details and see if it might be a good fit for you, you can head on over to thepspecialist.com slash info for some more information. As always, have fun and teach on. Have a great day, guys.